Welcome to the Dr. Swole and Nunzi Show. I'm Dr. Swole, and this is... The Boy Nunzi! Yay! And we, we back are me. your relationship Hello. coaches. We are, man. <laughs> Hello. So the uh, <laughs> show has been taking a little bit of a turn recently, you know, towards more sex and relationship stuff. You know what? What do the people want, man? I mean, that's what people want, man. People want to know. This is what and, people need. Uh, because we all want relationships, right? And we all like to bang it out. <laughs> so sex sells, man. Sex sells. With your tip of back. the day. Tip of the day. What is Life it? Life hack of the day is we're coming back to one of the forty-eight laws of power. Uh, we love these. It's a good one. This is a good shit. Yeah, it is. And today's law is law number twenty-three: concentrate your forces. Focus your resources and energy where you'll have the most impact or get the most benefit. Otherwise, you'll waste your limited time and energy. I think this is massive, man. And like the way I used to see it, I think, I think I, a funny story. I used to be, I remember being like in high school and, you know, trying to do all these things, trying to be a musician, trying to be an athlete. Like I was into acapella, yeah. like studying a lot, trying to like go with friends and party and I realized that, you know, the way that my dad explained it to me is you have all this energy like the sun, you know, radiating out. Yeah. And either it all just spreads out and just becomes this soft light. Or you can take, you know, imagine taking a mag, like a huge magnifying glass and focusing it on one little spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes Lantern. this incredible power. Lantern. And take having, you know, having that laser point focus. And that's always, that's something I've always taken to heart, you know, in, in, having a few big priorities in my life and really doubling down on that shit. Bro, it's fucking just, I tip my hat. I don't have a hat on, but I tip it to you anyway. Because, like, dude, like, here's the thing, right? It's like, you can have anything you fucking want in the whole world. You can. Nothing is impossible. Nothing, right? But the thing is, is what do we have? We have too many desires, right? So we have so many things that we want to do that it takes all of this energy and spreads it. This is the best metaphor I've ever had, okay? So me and you, we each have a bucket of water, let's say, right? Mm. And I have, we have the same amount of water in each bucket. You know, I have 10 plants I need to water, and you have one. So I go around, and I got to put all the, like a little bit of water in each of these plants, and I'm going to watch each of these small, tiny little plants grow very slowly. But you, you got one plant to fucking water. So you're going to dump all the motherfucking water on that thing and it's going to fucking grow. Right? So like, I mean, that, that, that's just how it goes. Right. And like, for me, it's the same thing. It's like the chopping block of, you know, getting like, uh, you know, I've always like, that was like me at sports. Like, you know, I was always really good at all the sports, but I wasn't like the superstar in any of them, but I was good in them. And I always said, if I just picked one and stuck with it, but here's the thing too, right? It's like, ask yourself if you're just having a great fucking time. Right, because there's a lot of multi-talent. Like, you can do it all and, and be it all. And I think that comes down to, like, being time efficient and really, like, having the self-reflection of, like, what are your priorities? Like, when you wake up, like, what are the things that mean the most to you? If you, if I said, Bill, guess what, homie? You're being sent off to where you came from, the land above. You're going to die tomorrow. What would you, like, what would be most important to you? Like, what's the most important things to you to making you happy? And that's what you focus on. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is something that... I'm fucking dealing with it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm trying to see this because I got so many Dude. things going on. I'm, I'm, you know, so how, how, how can I get that lantern? How can I dial that sun in, as you said? Yeah, exactly. Because then that plant's going to motherfucking grow. Yeah. That, fast. That booty. The booty. The booty is. grow, man. See? So, okay, so there you go, man. I put all the time and energy to grow in the peach. 
for the beach. The peach empire. Anyways. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> on a similar line of what the peach gets you, today we're talking about relationships. Yeah, this but is... we're talking about toxic relationships. Yeah, this, this one's emotional. Like, particular. I'm already... I already got the goosies. If you get goosies, that's, by the way, your God, your intuition speaking to you. FYI. So that's a good thing. Like, if you have goosebumps on your body, that means, like, your source is telling you, yep, like, whatever's happening, like, pay attention. So anyway, toxic relationships. This is going to be a great chat. Uh, it's an emotional one for me, and I'm sure it's an emotional one for everyone because we've all been in them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably to different degrees. Um, and I think that really, like, to me, relationships are really interesting, right? Because they evolve. It's almost like a little baby. Like it's like grows, right? So when you meet someone for the first time, you don't know them and there's a lot of excitement. You know, there's just a lot of excitement and maybe you, you know, don't notice things because you're just really excited that there's a new person here, but there are like these small kind of flags, you know, that, okay, maybe, maybe there's some, you know, kind of, yeah, ooh, you know, <laughs> some kind of like just history or whatever, right? And then as the relationship evolves, <clears throat> that kind of like, initial excitement will just kind of just fade because that's normal and, and it'll start to become um you know more like you know the walls will be down a little bit so you know maybe if you had a hard day you, you take your frustrations out on your partner or something the cracks will start to open up mm-hmm. you know now i'm taking shits with the door open and you know the, you know my partner's right. farting you know whatever like it's like we don't give a fuck anymore right the first you know but but that's what i'm saying so at that point you know um this is where relationships can kind of like secretly get toxic with even you being unaware of it, but that will just grow, right? Because there's a lot of levels to a toxic relationship. Dude, have you ever heard of a Dutch oven? <laughs> <laughs> is that where you uh, like, you fart under the covers and, and then, then like hold the covers? Lift it over them. Oh yeah. my god! It's yeah. Never happened well, to I mean, me that's like a toxic like quotation. <laughs> that's toxic. actually biologically like, toxic. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! God. But yeah, no, man. I mean, like, yeah. So because like, there's. There's tons of different toxic relationships, right? Because they can happen in, in a family, you know, like your, your parents can be toxic, like very toxic, you're th- you know, uh, friendships, you can have really toxic friendships, you know, friends that maybe don't support you, you know, whatever, or like obviously your personal relationship with your partner. And of course, even like fucking, yeah, like even maybe relationships with coworkers or children, like even your own kids, your own relationship with your kids can be toxic, like vice versa. Yeah. So... I mean, what's your experience with it? Have you been in toxic relationships? Yeah, but the really interesting thing about mine is often yeah. they've been kind of those insinuous, like insidious, you know, ones that are very subtle, kind of underneath yeah. where nothing necessarily seems that wrong. Right. It's just they weren't right. And ultimately what was happening was they were like holding me back. Yeah. Where I used to hang out with where like, you know, there are a couple of people that I dated where they like didn't really support my goals Yeah. where they're just like, Oh, why do you want to do this bodybuilding thing? You know, I remember being, this was years ago and I was just getting into the bodybuilding thing. And you know, this girl that I was seeing was just like, why do you need to do this? Why do you need to spend so much time working out? Like you should be hanging out with me more. And look, I get it. You know, I get that people that some element of people like, they want, they have this selfish side where they're just like, they, they want your time. And it's not always that they necessarily have malicious intent, but the effect is if they don't truly support you in your dreams, that it can end up distracting you and pulling you off from it. You know what they do? I, I just like, I'm like listening to you so intently right now. And I, and I just like want to say, it's like, this is like all those relationships in your life that have been toxic, abusive. Those are your, those people are your greatest teachers. 
because you have to learn what you don't want. You have to be mistreated to understand how to be, you want to be treated, right? You have to understand your own worthiness, right? So it's like these relationships that you go through in your life that are so maybe tragic and bad and all that shit. That's why it's like, look at them as a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like I look at like, you know, and I don't talk about it too openly, but the abuse I took as like a kid with, you know, my dad and shit and whatever. It's like that. I'm so lucky for that. I, I'm blessed to have that. Is that something I want to do to my, like, no, of course not. But like, it's like the, the, the lessons I learned from that, the relationships in terms of my romantic relationships that I've been in and some of the people that I've had such love for and, you know, just what I've learned from that, you know, how to like, in my role as well, like my role as being toxic. Like the thing is, is like, it's really funny because people that actually are, think they're in toxic relationships, they're also being fucking toxic. Like you got to always take a lot of self-reflection in yourself. Like if you're in a relationship and you're just always blaming that other person. You're always mad at that other person. You're always like pointing the finger, pointing the finger. Dude, point the fucking thing around, you know, and say like, what, like, what, what's my contribution to this? Mm. Like, because at the end of the day, if you are acting from a place of love, people will technically respond with love. Not all the time. And that's why we have, you know, whatever. But like, that's what I'm really saying. It's like, it, it's, it's a tango. And that's the thing about a relationship. I think some of the key things though to look out for in terms of a toxic relationship is one of the big things that I've learned is the control factor, mm -hmm. right? Like you, uh, a really healthy relationship is two people, right? Individual human beings here on purpose for purpose doing them. And it's just basically unconditional support and, and guidance through these missions together. There's no instructing. There's no saying you need to do this. And you, you know what I mean? Like control, like control to me is one of the biggest things that you need to look out for. If you can't have a social media, you know, that's one I, you know, I've like, you know, like whatever have dealt with, but that's a common one. Like a lot of people, you know, you can't go do this. You can't, you know, if there, if there starts to become rules of what you can and can't do, and especially if it's something you're passionate about, like if you, you know, for example, the bodybuilding thing, like, you know, you have a passion to be a bodybuilder, but you're, you know, the person you were seeing there was saying, why would you fucking do that? So that's a really good example of like, you know, not a, a great, you know, you call it a toxic relationship. Yeah. So I think this is a really interesting point. And I think there's some nuance to it that I think is like that I find important. So the way I see it is that, you know, with the control thing is, as you said, people need to come together and, you know, not be forcibly stopping someone from doing something. And but the, the way I see it is that, you know, with these things, like, let's say, say, like posting pictures on social media, right? Like. Some people would take offense to, I don't know, let's say me posting shirtless photos or something. I actually see that as not necessarily a bad thing. And the way I see it is that like with this whole kind of control thing, people have a spectrum of what their threshold for comfortable is. Yeah. So like some people might be comfortable with you, you know, like some people might not be comfortable with you posting, you know, shirtless photos some people might not, not want you to post nudes right. some people might not want you to like you know be Even on, post. on a porno like there's levels to it right and i think different people have different thresholds but the important thing is to find someone who has a similar threshold to you yeah and yeah. so that it doesn't yeah. become a forceful issue so it's like you know like you my man like you got only fans right so if you were with someone who was just like no, like, I don't want you to do that, then they just have a different threshold yeah. of what is acceptable. 100%. And it's like, as soon as you have that friction and they're trying to force something on you, that will not work. Dude, the, you know, like, and I agree 100%. I, I think, like, a really um, important point 
for me now too, especially, right? Because it's like, one of the things that will leak out in a relationship is like when people, like I said, like let's say you're upset about someone posting a shirtless pic. Like let's say I'm with someone and they post a shirtless pic and I'm upset. It's like, my ins- that's my insecurity, right? So when people are like, yo, I don't want you to, like in relationships, I don't want you to do this. That's their own insecurities, right? And that's what I want to say is self-reflection, man. Right, because if you, if you have these insecurities, because realistically, like I said, to me, a really healthy relationship is people being just super supportive. Now, I'm not saying like, yeah, like, like exactly. Like, I think there's like, you know, maybe maybe there's lines in terms of like if, if it's like, I think if it becomes a threat to someone or something, that's where you draw the line. You know what I mean? And but yeah, I, I think one of the big things in in, in in why people get stuck in toxic relationships though is because of that exactly is they, they just don't have they don't see themselves as like worthy or into like you know their own person they have amalgamated into that other person so they're running that other person's life on their accord right it's like their way or the highway you know and you're kind of stuck for the ride and it's just like really tormented vicious place that you, you want to leave but you can't leave and then it gets just so bad that you finally actually do leave, but it took you so long. And then, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's kind of like, and like, that's all, that's, that's also the hardest thing about toxic relationships is some of them, you know, there's a lot of good qualities, right? You know, there's some parts that are really good. Like, you know, they ain't like, like, let's say maybe fighting, like fighting is another good one, right? So if you're in a relationship where the fighting is extremely violent or extremely offensive, you know, there's no good communication skills. Like, you know, you can't emotionally open up to your partner and, and it has to be, you know, used with like verbal violence and fucking, you know, I would dare even say physical, but you know, that's what I mean. Right. So it's like, but, but there could be like a very passionate, you know, I've always heard that saying, you know, people who, you know, fight hard, fuck hard, you know, so like there's, you know, cause I know there's a lot of you know, those kind of relationships too. I, you know, where you fight hard and you fuck hard. Right. I mean, cause there's a lot of passion into it, but yeah. And I mean, there's another side to that, right? Yeah. Because like, there's also a red flag where people don't fight at all. Like they never, have confrontation right yeah where dude. people are too afraid to bring up something like if you don't if you do something that i don't like like i'm gonna say it you know like and and i'll explain why and i'll, I'll communicate but that's important because when people get too timid to bring those things up then your relationship kind of crumbles from the inside yeah and you, you know like there's there's tons of you know you know we could we could talk about like lying is a big one there's so many different red flags you know ultimately in the relationship but i think that like what I would recommend is this, is like, if you were in a relationship right now with someone that you care about, and maybe you're, you're struggling, it's not really working, but you have a lot of love and care for this person. I think that the first thing to do is to like have the self-reflection of what's my contribution to this. Instead of looking at their fault, like really have like an honest conversation of ask, what do you, what do I want from this? And what am I like, you know, in which way am I moving? Am I moving in the direction that I want to personally be moving? Am I staying true to purpose? Right. And then from that, you know, if there can be constructive criticism, like I think that if, if there's a relationship that has toxic behaviors, the thing is, is people can change, you know, with practice and action. So if they're open to therapy, if they're open to counseling, I think counseling is a beautiful thing. If you're in a relationship and you really care about someone and you want to try, make it work, do not think of counseling as a, that that's a meme I fucking hate. I say it with passion that like going to see, like talk about your, you know, that is just ludicrous. Because it's all self-reflection. It's all about, like, you know, opening up and digging deep, man. That's the whole fucking point. 
You know, and that's why you're in the in this place in the first place. Anyway, so, but, you know, because sometimes if you're in a relationship where you want to go to counseling and that other person doesn't want to go, that's where I would, like, you know, start packing the bags. Because it's like, at that point, it's like, okay, like, you want to make it work. They're not even willing to, you know what I mean? It's like, th- th- those are, you know, things that ultimately are um, things that I, I, I would, you know, look out for. And then, of course, you know, if, if it is abusive and you're you're stuck in an abusive relationship, just know that you are worthy. You are beautiful and you don't need to, you know, take this. And I think that people get so scared of being alone. You yeah. know, I, I, I've, I, I'm not a, you know, it's funny. I have no relationship like fucking schooling or like any of this shit. But man, oh man, as a trainer and everything, I, I was always helping people. Th- I've been helping people through relationships forever. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, that's the one thing I can fucking say is that... Um, all these like really hard moments that you go through, like all that pain you go through, it's like, just like you, you know, you're just like, for me, it was like, you're worthy and you're going to be okay. And that like, there's, there's people out there that are going to, it's all based on the laws of the universe. And if you're stuck in a low vibrational field, your, your life will just continue to be there. But when you finally take that step, you finally take that step and you send that person love, regardless of if it was beautiful or not, because you are love, you know, kind of the kind, kind of the unkind for kindness is his nature. And you take that next step with open arms. And dude, the amount of people that I have personally seen just go 180 fucking clients, my mother, my mother, God damn it. My mother, Deborah, the biggest transformation I've ever seen out yeah. of a 36 year marriage. Yeah. Holy fuck. No, I think that's huge. I think like for, you know, for anyone who's listening, if you find yourself in a toxic relationship and you know you've tried to talk it out they're not changing they're trying to force you into something that you aren't don't be afraid to break things off you know i think that people are too afraid of as you said the people are afraid of being alone i think one of the things is people are afraid like oh what if i can't find someone else you know and it's like you should never be in a relationship because of the fear of not getting something else. Right. You should be in a relationship because you want to be in that relationship. And And when people have that fear, when they have that scarcity mindset, they don't realize that there's all this whole beautiful world out there, that there are so many people and like just being alone, you know, being okay with being alone is so huge. This is so, yo, 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 this is it. Listen to this. Are we almost done? Like, dude, what are we at? Yeah, we got to wrap up. Okay, well, dude, this is fucking key. This is what we're going to end up. The most important relationship that you can have is with yourself. And what happens in relationships... Damn, son, where'd you find this? What happens in relationships and why they get toxic comes down to the sole factor of that you lose your identity. You lose the relationship with yourself because you're consumed with this other energy that doesn't even really fucking matter. Because it's the relationship with yourself. Because when you, Bill, have a good relationship with yourself... A loving, caring, grateful relationship with yourself. How the hell, how do you think your relationships are going to be with other people? Beautiful. Beautiful, man. Like, of course. But if you have a bad relationship with yourself, and then you, you're going to have poor relationships with other people. And that's like, that's, that's the whole point of like, that's why if you're in a toxic relationship, the onus is on you, right? Because you've attracted, like, you're, you're, like, you have to have that self-reflection. And that's why what happens is, I'm in a toxic relationship, try to make it work, doesn't work, I'm going to kill myself, breaking point, fucking finally do it, you do it, it's like so hard, you're like whatever, but then all of a sudden, three, four months down the road, you, you, you become this new person, 
You have a new outlook on life. You're fucking like you're you're working out. You're eating healthy. It's crazy. I've seen this so many times. And why? It's because you finally were able to connect to yourself, and you worked on and nurtured the relationship with yourself. You're worthy. I love you. I love you, Bill. That's we have a great relationship. Huge. Let's go. Yeah, bro. So, <laughs> anyways, hope you guys got some value from that. I Yo, think man. I think one of the biggest you know the biggest takeaways is to stay yourself you know be your own person and when you start seeing your own personality your own self being eroded in a relationship or being forced away from what it truly is that's one of the biggest red flags it's a unifying red flag that like can signal and be the effect of a lot of things so it was a good fucking talk man till next time everybody stay swole and stay excited baby let's go